Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is August 6th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block and next week we're going to be studying the first part of the book of Psalms. Psalms is going to be split into three separate weeks. So we're going to be in the Psalms for a, quite a while, but next week specifically we're going to be studying 1 and 2, 8, 19 through 33, 40 and 46. So we're going to jump into that next week. I'm excited. Psalms is beautiful, very poetic, really love the book of Psalms. But for now, we're going to finish up the book of Job. Now, if you'll remember, Job is with his friends. The bulk of the book of Job is his friends talking to him and trying to come up with reasons for why Job is going through what he's gone through. Part of me wonders if they were trying to comfort him in doing this, like if there was a reason or if they could identify a reason, then maybe it would be comforting for him to know that it wasn't just chance, but it doesn't come off comforting at all. They accuse him of everything, turning his back towards God. They accuse him of adultery. They accuse him of being greedy, selfish. But something that I absolutely love that we see in Job here is that he refuses to believe the things that they've told him. He refuses to go down that road. He knew who he was, and he knew who God was, and he understood his relationship with God. He refused to buy into the things that his friends, quote-unquote friends, were telling him. But I think that there's an important lesson that we can learn from both sides of this, either from trying to be a friend to others or the kind of friends that we have around us. Here we see Job's friends exercising a lot of judgment and borderline unrighteous dominion with Job. They're calling him to repentance as if they have some sort of stewardship over him to judge him and to call him to repentance. And they don't. The role of a friend isn't supposed to be a role of judgment. It's not supposed to be an opportunity to call your friend to repentance or decide what they should and shouldn't wear or how they should or shouldn't parent. Friendship isn't about that. Friendship should be about love and support and helping one another. President Monson once said, everyone needs good friends. Your circle of friends will greatly influence your thinking and behavior just as you will theirs. When you share common values with your friends, you can strengthen and encourage each other. But notice it doesn't say compare or judge each other. That is not our job as friends. That's not our role. And here, Job's friends clearly go beyond their role or beyond their stewardship as they begin to call him to repentance and to speculate about different aspects of Job's life. It's clear that Job's friends do not know him well. And it's clear that God, who does know his heart, feels much differently about Job than Job's friends do. God referred to Job as being perfect and upright and fearing God. And yet Job's friends are accusing him of everything but those things. And so as we are friends to one another, it's important to remember to love and to support and to lay off the judgment. And as we seek friends, it's important to seek friends who encourage us and support us, maybe help us to be better through their example, but not through their judgment and not through their comparisons. However, through all this, through these three friends just coming at him over and over again with different accusations, it's clear that this is a little wearing on Job and that it's been a little hard for him. 
because in chapter 23, we see another trial of Job. And this is a trial that we often don't point out. It's a trial that we often don't recognize, but it's a trial that I think if we're really honest with ourselves, we can all relate to on some level. Listen to what Job says in chapter 23, starting in verse three, it says, Oh, that I knew where I might find him, meaning God. Oh, that I knew where I might find God, that I might come even to his seat. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there and backwards, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Now I love these verses because honestly, can't we all relate to this a little bit? Haven't we all had an experience or a time in our lives where we maybe couldn't feel God or couldn't perceive him? or couldn't see him in our lives the way we are used to. Now, it's interesting. A lot of times in our lives and in our belief system, we talk about if we don't feel God with us, or if we don't feel him right there, then it must be sin. And it can be. I think it's important if we're going through this, where we can't feel the spirit, or we're not feeling as close to God as we normally do, that we examine ourselves that we thoroughly look at our lives and see, is there something that I need to repent of? Or is there something that I should be doing that maybe I'm not doing? Or is there an attitude that I have about something that needs to change? We should take a look at our lives and look for sins of commission, omission, and disposition. But if we look at our lives and we can't see those things, then we can recognize that this is just a time in our lives where God isn't necessarily right there. And that's okay. Remember several weeks ago, we talked about Hezekiah. And when Hezekiah had this miracle come forth, the Babylonians brought him gifts. And Hezekiah, in a moment of foolishness, decided to show the Babylonians his riches and the wealth that he had. And eventually the Babylonians took over Hezekiah's kingdom and stole all those riches. And in the book of Second Chronicles, they're talking about that experience. They're talking about Hezekiah and what happened with him. But remember what it said about Hezekiah? Remember what they said? In chapter 32 of Second Chronicles, verse 31, it says, God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. It doesn't say that God left Hezekiah because he was wicked and bad and awful. God left him to try him and to see all that was in his heart. He wanted to see what Hezekiah could do when he wasn't right there with him. And in our lives, sometimes we don't feel God right there with us. But it doesn't necessarily mean that we are wicked or bad or have done bad things like Job's friends were accusing him of. Sometimes it just means that he needed to step aside to see what we would do and how we would do. If you've ever taught a kid to ride a bike, or if your parent ever taught you how to ride a bike, do they run alongside of you the entire time holding on to your seat? They do for a time, yes. And that's important. That time where you can feel them there holding you and supporting you and keeping you steady is important. But there comes a time when they have to let go to see if you are learning, to see if you are growing, to see if you can do it. And the same is often true in our lives. As we are learning and growing in our faith, God will be there 
right there with us, holding on to us, running alongside of us. But there comes a point in our progression that he's got to let go so that he can see what we're going to do, so that he can see how we're learning, so that he can see how we are growing and progressing. And even though we might not necessarily love those times, those times are important to help us become more like him. And in those times, we can take comfort in what Job said in verse 10, where he said, but he knoweth the way that I take, meaning he knows the path that I'm on. I might not know where he is right now, but he knows exactly where I am. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. When this trial is over, I will be better for it. In those times when you feel alone, those are the times to show how you will continue to follow him, how you will continue to trust him. Elder Holland once said, don't give up. Don't you quit. You keep walking. You keep trying. There is help and happiness ahead. It will be all right in the end. Trust God and believe in good things to come. My friends, I testify that God is with us. He is near. Even when we can't necessarily feel him close by, He is with us. And once we finish our test, once we've showed him that we can continue to hold steady, we will feel his presence ever more in our lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hanson.